Hello and welcome to Triathlonology, a podcast by Adam's Racing Team. Hi, I'm Jackie Saxon. I'm Oliver Saxon and we are the coaches at Animus Racing Team and the hosts of the podcast. We are recording today at the, well... Airbnb flat. Yeah, in South Shields at the Great North Run because my dad, Fred, is currently doing the Great North Run, is just about to start the Great North Run. In well, is in his pen. Yeah. So we're taking the time to record a podcast today about the Great North Run because we've been doing this event probably on and off, but mainly on since 2010. I think 2010 was when we did the first one. Well, we did our first Great North Run. In the pouring rain. Yeah. So we thought we'd talk a bit about what this event means to us, why we like doing it, what we get out of it, what other people might get out of it, and see what people, you know, because it is a really fun event to do. It is a really good, uh, it raises a lot of money for charity, 25 billion, I think it's going to be this weekend. Mm. I think it's probably... It should definitely be like a bucket list event that you should do, you know, if you're wanting to complete a half marathon, this is probably the one that you want to complete. It's never going to be a PB course, but it will be the best half marathon that you ever do. Mainly because of the people on the course, in my opinion. And the people on the course have just got more and more in the years that we've been doing it. So this will be, what, 12 years since we first did it. Or we didn't have one in 2020, did we? And we missed a couple out in between for various reasons. But the first year we did it, we got into running when we were losing weight with Slimming World. And... Then we got into running to keep it off. We really enjoyed it, really. We got had a bit of sense of... Um, we met people we ran with every week, well, three times a week. And I think it was just... It's that companionship and that accountability to each other. And um, one of the things that we set out to do when we first lost our weight was to run the Great North Run. So when we actually did it, it was amazing. But I'll let Oliver tell you about how we rocked up to our first race. Well, yeah, we didn't really know anything about how to do it. We'd just been running, basically running for distance every week, increasing another mile on it so that we knew we Mm. could run before we got here, which is probably how a lot of people, if they don't know what they're doing, would train. But Mm. obviously now we know what we're doing with training and why we would never, we wouldn't train like that now, or particularly we definitely Mm. wouldn't train to do distance. We would always train to do time rather than distance. But we were sat in this car park in South Shields. I remember it being quite topper and hill, can you? Basically, it seemed to me we had to walk down into South Shields to get, catch the metro. I just remember setting off at half past four and thinking, this is mental. Why are we setting off for a race at half past four? And then we got to run a half marathon. But anyway, that's what we did. Getting jam sandwiches in the car. Again, like, while we were eating jam sandwiches at half past seven, we weren't going to run until half past eleven, I don't know. But we just did what the yeah. person who we were. Yeah, we just did what the accepted wisdom was at the time. time yeah. but we obviously we know a bit better now, and we wouldn't obviously be doing that. In fact, we don't do that now. Whenever we do an event, and then we got on the metro. We walked to the metro station and got on the metro from South Shields back to Newcastle, Newcastle for the start. And this was suggested to us because although you could drive into Newcastle in the day and come back to Newcastle on the on the metro, the it was pointed out to us that the horrific queue to get on the metro at South Shields after the event and also to try and get across the boat, uh, the river on the boat, would not be worth it. We might as well just park at South Shields and just drive straight mm. home. Although in any event, I'm pretty certain we stopped overnight at Simon's Side. We did, that definitely. That first one. We definitely stayed overnight. 
because it was definitely it was probably the last time you could have just book one night on Great North Run weekend anywhere mm. in the northeast. Yeah, because then it, the next year went to a minimum of three. So we went on the went round, and as you're getting on the everyone starts getting busier and busier, and everyone's talking about doing the events, and it gets the atmosphere starts building, and then mm. you get off the um, metro at Haymarket and walk, start walking up the hill. To war, or through the university, which I'd graduated from, what, in 2010? It had only been two years. Yeah, yeah. Two or three years, probably, since I'd graduated through there, and it hadn't changed that much, although it's changed massively now. We walk up through the university towards Exhibition Park and the dual carriageway there, and then you kind of hang around a bit, stick all your stuff on the bus to take it to the Garrett, take it to South Shields for you, and then get down on the dual carriageway and get ready to run. What I was most fascinated by, or surprised, fascinated, surprised, whatever, is how long it took to get from our starting point, whichever pen we were in, beginner's pen I think we were, to actually start the run. It was over half an hour, weren't it, don't you think? It was more, well, than, yeah. half, more than half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, what? It's, it's taking ages. But anyway, but when you get on the run, it is just absolutely amazing. I, I, there are no words really to describe the feelings that you have as you're running past and you see everybody. I mean, what is a bit dis- disheartening is when the man with the fridge runs past you. Well, because he's running with a fridge on his back. That's yeah. a bit, doesn't do your confidence any good. But nobody ever also, never, nobody told us that it was all uphill. No, they didn't They didn't tell us it was all uphill. And I remember reading a, a cheeky sign that Lucas Aid had got or Powerade, whoever it was, who was the drinks manufacturer at the time, they put on the bridge, it's more or less saying, like, nobody told you it was uphill, did they? <laughs> yeah. Or, um, and that it's all downhill from here. Yeah. Train harder next year or something like yeah. that. Yeah, goes off. Yeah. Because don't forget, we live in probably the flattest part of the country. We don't have hills, we only have wind. Well, we have motorway flyovers as hills. Yeah. So, um, that was a big shock. Although, where I come from, like, is hilly. And then, like I said, the, the people, the messages you see on on people's bikes or they're running for, and it is very, very emotional. Very, I think it's a very emotional run. Mm. And, and I, I don't believe anybody if they don't say they don't cry when they're running because it is very, very emotional. But what I like the most about the Great North Run it are two things. Seeing Tammy Gray Thompson handing out water... Dame Tammy Gray Thompson. Dame Tammy Gray Thompson now. And also Elvis. Now, I know Elvis is not as dead. I do know this. Or is he? Well, is he? That might be another conspiracy theory. But right at the... What is it? I can't remember what he's called, that hill. I can't remember. But it's, it's the last hill before you actually start going downhill to the finish line. And Elvis is always stood on the left-hand side. And... I just, not the same Elvis every the same. year. Yeah, it's not it's the a same. Different Elvis. Yeah, it, it does tend to be a different Elvis. Although I think we have had him try a couple of times, same one. But anyway, we'd have to look back at his pictures to find that because one of the other things is, apart from, I think it was the second year when I decided we were going to run a PB, which we did, and we'd run it under two hours, which is not bad going for two, what well, for an old bird anyway. Um, I've decided that I want to have fun on Great North Run, so I haven't pitched up with Elvis. So Oliver has to take my picture and we run across road and I have my picture took with him. He puts my arms around me, sings me a song, off we go. And I think that's that's just that just up to me sums up the Great North Run. 
Make sure your cup don't tip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and the pink wafers at the bottom of it. Yeah. But you've got to run it to be able to understand what we mean by pink wafers. So well, that's like a challenge. Classic eighties, nineties biscuit, isn't it? That people give away. But it's all the way through, pretty much from the minute you set off and you go under the well, the first bit of it because it's on the motorway, the dual carriageway at the other end of the city. It's not really mega there's not a lot of people about supporting and so but you do get a lot of atmosphere because you run through the tunnels people start shouting oggy oggy and mm. like yeah that's all you can hear for about 10 minutes and then you get onto the bridge or you come out of the tunnels and just about to get onto the bridge and that's where people are stood 10 deep pretty much mm. from there all the way to south shields and when somebody shouts your name you think oh no i want the door out of the norm until you realize it's on your number or people just shout, they don't have who you are, but they're just encouraging you, even mm. though they've never met you before. And people that are holding out boxes of sweets and... Jelly babies, and ice pops. We've seen people getting out pints of beer yeah. side at road. Yeah. The people have it in an impromptu shower by running their hose pipe right. through their house and have yeah. it at the top of a bus stop to cool people down when it's been up running it. They have their own... Uh, feed stations by setting up gazebos and having oranges and and anything, all sorts of things. Like I say, all of this is beer, People, sandwiches, all, all sorts. Yeah, sandwiches, yeah. People putting petroleum jelly in their mouths because they think it's a gel. <laughs> yeah, we've seen that before. Yeah. 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 So it's a, it's, it absolutely is the best of people. It is. Doing the event. And the people who support it just shows how the best of this country and how mm. people are, how particularly the North East celebrates yeah. the Great North Run and yeah. how much it how it's values the, it yeah. as an institution and yeah. an annual event that goes on every year. Um, even to the extent where last year, because of COVID, they had to change the route, even though it was the 40th event, mm. and it didn't couldn't finish at South Shield, so they had to come back to Newcastle and start and finish at the same place, which was novel because... I mean, that had never happened before in 40 years of running no. it. But actually, probably... Logistically. Easier to easier. manage. Even then, people were on both sides of the road, mm. five or six deep, even during all that, mm. which was a phenomenal as well. Like, mm. you just didn't... We thought, oh, well, there'll be a few people out because people will be nervous about bidding crowds and stuff. No. Nope. People were there. No Cheering. problem at all. Mm. Still giving you sweets. Although I didn't, I didn't take a sweet this time. No. Um, well, we've had some good races and some bad races. Mm. Well, at Great North Run, but mainly for circumstances. So we had good ones where we did in the second one when we stepped, did when Mum wanted to do a PB at a half marathon thing, and we ran along and I paced it to do it, and that was good. Mm. I think it was the year after when I'd had got a grade three tear in the car. Yeah, a couple of weeks before when Sniper got you. Yeah, Sniper yeah. got me in my leg. And that were, then we had to like limp round. Well, then last year weren't real in the deer because oh. I'd got, I'd been diagnosed with reds and was not allowed to do any endurance exercise whatsoever in July. So I'd stopped doing anything for nearly two months by this point. And I probably even shouldn't be walking around, but anyway. And I injured my back at work, so I, I couldn't. I, I, the major thing for me was to be able to walk, never mind run. So we decided that we'd walk around it because after all the times that we'd done it, 
we'd seen plenty of people walking and didn't think anything of like it wouldn't be a problem for us to do it we'd just get around and yeah. it'd be okay we'd get his medal and then there'd be we just and we just thought oh, we just wanted time. to start after the after COVID and what have you. We just wanted to do stuff. Mm. Yeah. So my dad had said magnanimously that he'd walk with us because he always ever walks a great a great enough. He doesn't walk really. He runs, but he says he walks. So he said he'd start with us. That lasted for sixty seconds at the maximum. Yeah, we by about two hundred meters, he said enough that we were walking too slow, and so he ran off. And that was we saw him really? that day. He would see him coming the other way around, up roundabout. No, oh, I'm really mad. I've got to tell you, I were mad because the amount of times that we've supported him was thought. Anyway, I'll let Oliver continue the story. So it's quite funny. We set off. I mean, it were all right. First half weren't so bad. We had a couple of gels, didn't we? We thought we're not taking many gels because we're only yeah, walking. Yeah, we're only walking. We don't need that much. So we like, went round and you know got to halfway point. Turned around and thought, I'm a bit hungry. And I'd been hungry for about 20 minutes, but I didn't say anything. So I, I just said, oh, I'm a bit hungry. Shall we see if we can get like a petrol station to get a Mars bar off? Because we've not got no gels or nothing. Because it said to me, have you got anything else to eat? And I said, no, have you? And he said, no. We'd woefully underestimated how long it would take us to walk around Great North Run. So halfway line, we're about two hours, 15, two hours, 20 minutes. Whereas normally we'd... We'd be we'd, we'd finished. done by this point. We'd be having hot dogs and looking candy floss by then. Yeah, we're normally finished and like getting changed into his warm clothes, clothes, something to eat, and we're making his way back to wait for my dad. So this were unknown territory for us. We've never done well, other than when I've done half Ironman, I've never done an event this long. Me neither. And I said, "Oh, it'll be all right. We'll turn around and we'll just go to a petrol station. We'll get a Mars bar and we'll carry on." And then there were a petrol station more or less there on the turnaround point. And I said, oh, we'll not stop here. We'll walk a bit further and get away from turnaround point where everybody will see us and we'll just go to the next petrol station line and walk be far. Because when you do a Great North Run, and last year it was the same course apart from we didn't go to South Shield, so you turned around halfway, the halfway point and came back. Yeah. So you don't always see what's on the opposite side of the road because there there's so many people running. Like, and B, like sometimes you are just on the one side of the dual carriageway. So I didn't have any appreciation of how far or this or not, as the case was, that this Newark's petrol station was away from um, where we were now. So anyway, think, oh, we won't be far. It might be another couple of miles, maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, we'll get there, we'll be fine. Anyway, 20 minutes, half an hour, another couple of miles comes along, no petrol station. I think, "Mm, we're getting really... getting hungrier now. Yeah, and we're getting mad, because you know what it's like when you're hungry. Because we should have, then you start thinking, we should have gone to that petrol station at halfway line, but never mind. And then we got to a KFC, and we thought... We both looked at each other (laughs) and said, now, what would Brett say? That's Brett Sutton, is our coach. And... um, Although he would have, he would have gone and had a, he would have gone and had a KFC because it's the most favourite thing. We looked at each other and said, "Not we then even have the link in front to go and eat a KFC while we're doing Great North Run." No, you we you'll be literally taking the mickey out of everybody who's doing the event by walking walking around eating a KFC. So we didn't do that, and we just carried on. We thought it'd be a petrol station in a minute. There's bound to be. There wasn't. It wasn't until we got back to Gateshead, which must have been another. Oh man. Yeah, it must have been nearly at 10 miles before 
near 11, 10 and a half miles before mm. we got to this point and there was a petrol station opposite side of the road. So I ran to it because I got some money. I got my wallet or my phone on me or something. Ran in petrol station, said to mum, right, you carry on up road and I'll catch you up. Got us a couple of Mars bars. Caught mum up. We ate Mars bars. All were fine. And yeah. then we walked back across the bridge and then into Newcastle and did the little loop around um, yeah, well, the city centre. Yeah, there were steel bands and everything, weren't it? It was really good. I thought, I, probably sacrilegious, but I thought that were a better finish running through city centre there than it is, is along seafront, which can be a bit soulless at first bit. Until you start getting to where crowds are and you mm. can... And it is very hard on your thighs and your quads going down that hill. Yeah. And then there was an uphill finish for it, but we maybe we got round what in four hours forty something, like not walking it again. No interest whatsoever. Like this year, injured, can't do anything. Well, I could walk round really, but I'm no, I've absolutely no interest. But in we would also say that my husband Fred goes mental if we are not on the finish line oh, when yeah. he finishes. Doesn't matter what state we'll have been in, we have got to be on the finish line. He was nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. In fact, we were even think contemplating asking policemen to like or announce us to announce for him because we just didn't know where he were. But because we'd not seen him for four and a half hours, because he'd run off in front of us and probably he'd finished like an hour in front of us, and so we'd no idea where he'd gone. Yeah, but yeah, that's spread for you. That's my dad. Well, we thought about doing it again this year, but I have no interest in walking around for four and a half hours again. No, because just, just to do it and get a medal and a t-shirt, I'd rather just not do it than do it again next year when I can actually run it and properly enjoy it. Because I think that for the first half, three quarters. Wait, for the first half, I enjoyed it last year. Mm. I didn't enjoy the the third quarter, but I no. enjoyed the last quarter. Anything. Yes. I don't know if I, I. It was. I think I probably wouldn't have done it had it not been the fortieth event. And what straight after COVID? Yeah, well, yeah. we did it. Another one, another good Great North run we did was um, when it went millionth finisher. Yeah, because we really thought we had a look at like times and stuff, and I thought, oh, can we work out if we can yeah. run a bit slower and try and bit mid of the millionth finisher? But it would have been impossible for us to do it. So we ran that. We didn't. We missed out on us. Signed Steve Cranford on a Linda Spahn CD that you got yeah. a bit mini- the yeah. millionth finisher, which would have been nice, but that were a good event. That were quite... Actually, in the last... In the times that we've done it, we've had some quite big milestones for Great North Run. So mm. we've had the 30th that we did. Yeah. The 40th. Millionth finisher. finisher. Well, this one would have been... Returned back to South Shields. Yeah. Uh, and also it was different because of... Queen, uh, Queen's death, so that would have been strange. But well, what I would say to somebody, if they're thinking about taking up running and having something to aim for, and being a runner doesn't mean, say, you've got to win gold medals, and it's about your achievements, and I think there isn't... If you can do the Great North Run, you can be proud of that for the rest of your life, because it is one of the... It's what? Well, it's one of the world's best half marathons anyway I think but it's an iconic race the people of Newcastle and Tyneside are absolutely amazing it's a great weekend I mean we go to um, Tynmouth Market don't we mm-hmm. we've now met market traders that we see every year and that we chat, chat to 
it is a lovely place to come and I would say of all the races that I've ever done Great North Run is the best it's also like completely attainable when we did yeah. our first one we'd run a few 10k's as most people do when they get into running but mm. we'd no idea how to run like not a clue we didn't have a training plan to follow we just ran we like, just ran three times a week with every, in a long run on a Yonder. Sunday like we did 40 minutes to, 40 minutes three times a week, a week and a longer run on a Sunday yeah. probably from May onwards mm. really to try and do it but we didn't really, so the, we had no, no idea no idea there were no plan we just did it and then we got up here and we ran all four of us ran together and finished it together in mm. three hours and two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. In two and a half hours. Yeah. Which is a very respectable time for somebody who'd never done half marathon before, particularly mm. on Great North Run course, which is difficult and challenging in parts. Mm. So absolutely anybody could do it. We didn't have a clue. Not a clue. We just thought, oh, we'll do this and go running. So, that, like we're trying to say about travel, anybody can do it. And people will think, oh, I could do a Great North Run. They'll watch it today on the telly, you might listen to this and think, no, I'll do a Great North Run. I can do that. Two and a half hours is not bad. But if you can do a Great North Run, you can honestly, honestly do a triathlon as well. Absolutely, you can. Sprint triathlon that we did last week in Kroll, that we organised, you know, an hour and a half. Mm. So that's an hour less time. That we spent doing our first Great North Run yeah. on the Sprint Triathlon. That's how like achievable it yeah. is. So it is for everybody. Yes, it's everybody can take part in endurance sport and enjoy it. Yeah, and I think you don't have to take over your life. No, I think the thing is you've got to remember is there only there's only one person to beat and that's yourself. Mm. And if you haven't got up and you're not doing anything, you're not got out the door, then you're never going to achieve it. Well, getting that medal around your neck is. Pretty amazing. And I don't care whether you're Mo Farah or Linford Christie, or that's showing me age, but or... You should have said Darren Jackson, because he's Colin Jackson. Colin Jackson, there, yeah. 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 Colin Jackson's always there. That's another thing. There's always a lot of celebrities at Great North Run. Athletic celebrities. Athletic celebrities. And I like athletics, so I'm always starstruck. When I saw Denise Lewis on Halfway Point, I was really starstruck. At a petrol station, yeah. yeah. Interviewing people. Interviewing people. I really wanted to interview me, but she didn't. I obviously didn't look distressed enough because she normally interviews distressed people. Um, so obviously I weren't distressed enough, but I missed out on that one. That's because I expert the pace, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So what I think we're trying to say is absolutely anyone can do anything if you set your mind to it. Mm. And you don't even have to like know what you're doing to do it. You just have to have an idea that you want to do this thing and then work towards it. Like I said, when we did the first time we did the Great North Run, we went running for 40 minutes three times a week, which were about four miles mm. in the little loop that we did around the village. Yeah. And then we went and added a mile on every week on a Sunday to us run. Just kept adding another mile on. Yeah. Until we got to 13 miles and we're like, okay, we can do... So we know we could do 13 miles. Yeah. Although it's not very scientific, it worked for us on that first time. But there's nothing wrong with doing that because no. they're like, okay, well, I've done that, done. I mean, we wouldn't do it... As I said, we wouldn't do it like that now and we can help you not do it like that and be a bit more a bit more specialist and more knowledgeable about how you can better maximise your performance. Mm. But if you just want to get round, absolutely nothing wrong with doing basics. Oh, yeah, well, well, we'll put on Instagram about my dad, how he finishes. 
I think he'll do it in three hours and 32 minutes. He's been moaning about a bad leg and a bad foot. And a bad back. Yeah. Basically, if he were a racehorse, they'd have him put yeah. a around him and shoot him. But he's never done a race where he's not been, quote-unquote, injured. No, and he's always... You'd think, like we said to him, you are not more Farrah, are you going to win? And he'll say, no. I'll say, well, why are you getting so flipping nervous for? Although I do say a bit more stronger than that. So... It is impossible to live with when it comes yeah. to racing. But he'll have more all this time about having a bad leg and a bad foot and a bad back and wherever else. But he'll still run round and then he'll say, got a PB. Oh, I missed out by like, 10 seconds. Or, well, I had to tie my shoelace. Or, my shoelace kept coming undone. Or some other nonsense I dropped my gels. He dropped my gels, yeah. Or Didn't have enough gels. Somebody got in my way. Like, there'll be some reason why he didn't do it, other than the fact that he hadn't done no training. No, because although there are two, you could call on the expert advice of two coaches, he prefers to do it himself. But we will fill you in on Instagram with how my dad's got on, whether he did a PB, whether he didn't do a PB, and what the best excuse was that he fostered to us this time. So, thank you for listening. I've been Oliver. I've been Jackie. You've been listening to Triathlonology, a podcast by Animus Racing. See you again. Bye.